Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Welcome to All About TRH, a.k.a. All About the Truth. We're recapping episodes one through four from Peacock's hit show, Traders. We talk our thoughts on first impressions, eliminations, and exit interviews from Larsa Pippen, plus more. Hi, Chantel. Hey, Roxanne. So, uh, this is another episode where Chantel's married right now, but she's not actually married. Yeah, as you guys are going to be yeah. seeing in real time that I'm married, but right, right now I'm sitting my ass in my bed, waiting, just looking at my luggages at your mom's house. At my mom's house. Yeah, even though she has her, I I actually went and I visited her house, you guys, and it's beautiful. Did we already talk about this? I think on Patreon, so you can talk about it. Well, it was on here. Okay, yeah, it was beautiful. I brought my kids, and it made. And she just looked at me, and she was like, "I'm. I don't want kids. Like, whoa." Well, I saw her kids, and then I, my sister brought her twins, and oh my, you guys, like Roxanne's Jack, poor little Jack over there, like <laughs> saw boys for the first time in his life or something, because <laughs> he's surrounded by girls, he, and like was just. Like, I mean, he's in Montessori, so God knows what happens. I know you. Sh- did you ask? Did you ask? No, because you guys, Jack ask. was a terror. He was like hitting the boys who were like eight months, and like like pulling no, their. He- Ponytails. Yeah, he pulled their ponytail. <laughs> but he's not like that. That was the first time I've ever seen him act like that. So that it made me question, what does he do in his Montessori school? Like, what? That was very scary. Yeah. <laughs> I, I never seen that side. I went off. I was, I mean, he's a baby, but I was like, what are you doing? You have to be nice. I don't want people to think that my son's out of control. <laughs> but he, oh, was. And he was like and then he was running into my bathrooms like trying to lift up the bathroom <laughs> to throw whatever was in his hand i'm like jack in the toilet you guys boys are different they yeah, he, yeah i swear i've never seen this behavior he <laughs> grabbed he went He's like from because because from you guys like there's been girls you know so he literally found candles was holding the candles that were like five pounds yeah. oh he, no he, he found like a weight that was three pounds he literally grabbed it <laughs> yeah he's a lot Chantal's like Chantal was like listen if you ever need me to watch your kids like I'll take your girls but I'll never take him I was yeah, like I'm not yeah. him. <laughs> poor Jack but we went and we saw Chantal's house it was beautiful there came a point where my husband was like all right let's go like let's go. I think they're ready for us to go. And I was like, yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> rather have our kids, my kids ruin her house than go to mine. Um, but it was a good time. So by the time you guys are listening to this, Chantel, well, you'll still be on your vacation, but she will not be at her mom's anymore. Correct. But she basically lives there. So it's like, just move in at that point. Well, you know, we can't because my mom's going to be like, where are you sleeping out? And she'll know. So like, it's like, we can't. It's like five more days. I lied to my mom because we bought our house one year before. And I said to my mom, like I, three months before I was like, mom, I'm going to move in. He's not going to move in there though. But I was like, I'm going to move in there. And she believed me. (laughs) Keep in mind, she lives three minutes from my house. And at that time she had like a different house and she lives three minutes from me. And I'm like, I don't even know. I don't even know. That I wonder if I, would, if I would ever believe my my children. Yeah, I don't. I think we would be way more aware of that stuff. I mean, I don't. I think our kids are gonna run us and be like, um, I'm doing. I'm not staying here until I get married. Or actually, some kids like it, and some kids are like, "Bet, thank you, mom." Yeah, and I, and I actually do think like um, it makes sense. I think sometimes like moving in with each other prevents like even an engagement, or it prevents like things to happen, like bad things to happen. So it's like, oh, well, if it prevents an engagement, it's best that it happens then. Uh, no, I meant like I meant like as in like the guy or girl gets too comfortable and like they're just dating oh, and not getting engaged. I thought you were saying like yeah, it prevents like they don't get along or something. No, but I feel like if you're engaged and then you move in and then like maybe troubles happen, like that's like just scary. Cause like, it's like a stressful time as it is, you know? So like, 
I could right. see people not making it because of like they're living with each other and they're planning a wedding. Yeah, I swear I've never known one person who's ever planned a wedding. I'm rewatching Vanderpump Rules, by the way, and I'm just watching um, Tom Schwartz and his wife. I mean, who had a very crazy relationship, plan a wedding, and just like no one really likes each other during that process. Yeah, it's just so stressed, like everything is on edge, you know. So it's so crazy. And then as oh, and even remember with Kyle, these are terrible examples, by the way, because they're like, I don't know, Kyle and um, what's her name, Amanda? Terrible, like engagement. Oh yeah. Oh my god. It's like, were they were they even gonna ever. make it? Like that's right. like yeah. It really yeah. is so stressful. It really is. But I feel like we, we need to give people grades because I feel like that's how it is for everybody. Yeah. Well, anyways, my whole point is that it's we're, we're recording this on January 22nd, and we are going to recap Traders episode one through three. Please do not leave us a review and say we're behind on things, okay? Because we just want to make sure you guys have something to listen to while we're celebrating Chantal's wedding in Cancun, Mexico. Wait, is it in Cancun? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cancun, Mexico. So... We're super excited. We've been having a countdown for her wedding. So it's going to be crazy that by the time you guys listen to this, she'll be married. Again, if you haven't followed us on Instagram at All About TRH Podcast, we'll share a lot of stuff from her wedding. You'll see more Chantel because I'm like in my third trimester and I'm definitely don't record me. So, <laughs> but I'll be recording her. It's you guys were, they were like loving um when I was posting like me and Val like at the Lions game. Everyone's like, yes, oh, yeah. I'm rooting for you guys. It was so fun. Oh, we need to talk about the Lions win because so many people were invested in like our like the city's happiness of Lions. But we we should talk about that when we release. Our, yeah, when we release tomorrow on our live yeah. episode, um, because everyone's gonna be like. Let's hope by then we know Lions are going to the Super Bowl. Okay. So let's. Oh my God. Yes. If, when this releases, there's a possibility that we'll be at the, yeah. like, now we will be at the Super Bowl Lions. Well, yeah. We, I mean, you know, the city is crazy. Chantel was that. Okay. We'll just talk about it tomorrow. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. If you're not watching Traders, this is a recap of episode one through three. If you are not watching Traders, absolutely watch it. If you were a junkie like us, even if you weren't, but you liked the MTV's The Challenge or um, even Survivor, any of that stuff, or Big Brother. Oh my God. I, when I was pregnant with Charlie and I was a week late, I thought I was going to go into labor four weeks early. That never happened. So I rewatched, or I mean, I watched for the first time all of Big Brother and it's, it's just like that. So, but like with celebrities, it is so good. Please watch it. Um, on this episode, again, we're recapping one through three. Uh, and I want to go over, Chantel, like every single person there and our first impression of them. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, And like this. this... You're not going to know any of their names. I know. I'm like, okay, yeah, go ahead, girl. Write them yeah. down. <laughs> um, especially because some I, I have not watched Big Brother or Survivor. So like the only like people that I know were from The Challenge, Love Island, and um, Housewives. And Housewives, obviously. So like I kind of knew like, I feel like I knew some randoms more than you probably even knew the randoms. Um, Like, did you know I can sue? You don't know her. I didn't know I could. Yeah, I don't know these Love yeah. Island people. Yeah, you didn't know that like, little awkward like, guy. But they like. Ch- okay, yeah, I don't think anyone knows that little awkward guy. <laughs> no, Love I watch Love Island. I knew him. Okay, well, no one watches Love Island USA. It sucks. So <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so let's talk about first impressions of traders. Okay, so the speaking of Love Island, his name is Bergie Bergerson. And um, he, my first impression, like, you know, he was like, uh, how the hell did he get cast on Love Island? Oh, like, no, no, I was literally just going to say, how the hell were you here? How did you, how, who is his agent that like allowed him to come on out of all the people from Love Island USA? Like, how? Was he popular? No. Are you sure? Like, I mean, he had to have been on the show for a long. I mean, I don't know. How would he even be on Love Island long? I can't even see that. Like you said, USA is not even like popular. So like no one even, no one would even know. Sucks. Yeah. I feel like they, the casting is so off or just like people in UK are just like perfect. I don't know. Yeah. But first impression, like for him is like, you're like, you just look nerdy and like scared. (laughs) Sorry. I'm sorry. I tried to mute that, but I had another link up. Yeah. Um, I just, okay, unnecessary. CT from the challenge. 
Um, hell yeah, my baby. I'm happy you're here. I mean, we know we watch from day one. Yeah. We love CT. We know CT. Like he, he feels like home to me. I don't know how to explain it. I think he's perfect for the show. So yeah. Like he's hilarious. Before housewives was real world and the challenge. And we watched all that before housewives like really existed. Yeah. So we are so invested in like the CT, Johnny bananas, Trishel, but um ct like i just feel like he's such a better guy now i mean i always liked him to be honest i'm toxic so i don't know but i was so happy to see him on the show because i feel like anyone who comes across him likes him yeah i mean like and we can we'll talk it but we'll talk more about it like phaedra was obsessed with him and she's like talking to him it's so funny he's just a guy that like will like make you feel good i don't know how to explain it Right. Yeah. Like even he'll make you feel like he wants you, even though he doesn't. (laughs) Those guys, man. I like that. (laughs) Literally. Um, Okay. Dan Giesling from Big Brother. I didn't know him, but like, I mean, first impression, he seemed like he knew like he is about to win this game. So, you know, that's what I got from him. He just like knew. And like, I, you, you guys said that he won like two Big Brothers. So the company that I work for, the CEO is Dan's brother-in-law. I used to work with him, but now he's like so high up. And um, I remember I went up to him one time. I'm like, your Dan, your brother-in-law is Dan. So I think Dan is iconic because he won Big Brother and he played it so flawlessly. Then they brought him back, and I'm almost positive. Again, I did the watch when I when Char- Charlie's turning five on January 31st. So like. I did the watch a long time ago, five years ago, and he, I, I remember, like, he coming back a second time, and he, I'm almost positive he won again, so, and it's very hard for someone, how the hell could someone, if you know what Big Brother is, you're like, there's no way a person who won would be able to stay in the house again and win, and he did, so, or he was, like, runner-up, one of those, but um, he is, like, such a brilliant game player which we'll talk about why he was picked as a traitor. So I was so excited to see him because it's been so long since he's been on TV. Yeah. I mean, I had no idea who he was. So I was like, okay, you know, you would like big brother. I mean, I don't don't, don't think, but like, I don't know why I've never watched it, but so good. And then Paulie. Oh yeah. Okay. Anyways, um, Deontay Wilder. That's the boxer, the like bear. Yeah. Um, yeah. I thought that a nice sensitive, like teddy bear. Yeah. But first impression, I was just like, okay, you know, we have, we have a, like a a guy that like has strength, you know, here, like he's going to win the challenges. If there's challenges, I didn't know what kind of challenges we're going to have. I'm like, okay, you you probably want him here and want him on your team. That's what I got from him. Everything I thought of him was the opposite. Oh yeah. (laughs) Literally. I never knew he's going to be a crybaby. (laughs) Right. But I, but I loved it. I know. I know. I felt, I felt bad. Um, I can sue. Oh, that's my girl though from Love Island. So she was iconic in her her season, and she's literally an actress. So I thought she'd be great for this show. But like, you know what, you guys, what we've seen, what I know this is just us talking about first impressions. But how she was on Traders was nothing like how she was on on, on Love Island. I think she was so out of her element. She was very low key here. Yeah, she did not like. She was not herself to yeah. me. Yeah. Janelle from Big Brother, also another iconic, um, amazing competitor on Big Brother. She was like top dog, and they also brought her back. Yeah, she seemed like to me that like, she was like she knows what the hell she's doing. Like she's you could just case. tell. Yep. Yeah, Johnny Bananas again. Uh, so happy. I mean, I've had a love hate relationship with Bananas, but like for the too. most part in the last like I feel like five years, I've always loved him. I like when he's on the challenges. He actually brings entertainment. He literally is like the reason why like people would probably watch the show because of he's him the face so. of the challenge so is ct so they brought two people who are the face of the challenge and then well trishelle too and to me she's like the face of real world like she's the one who was you know made real world what it is like her season yeah but so I was happy. I was happy Bananas was there. And like, you know, honestly, even like the first like five, 10 minutes of the show, it's like, like they, they're the ones like going to the bar, like making it hype. It's like, they were the ones that probably bring like camaraderie to the house. And you could just tell because they're used to going to these new houses and like meeting new people and like just making it fun. So yeah. like, if I was, if I was the group, I'd be happy to have those type of people in the house. John, the politician. Oh, oh my gosh. I was like, well, I, I was confused by that pick. So 
I didn't have anything feelings about I him. I but... bad for him. I don't know. I know. <laughs> I, why did I? You know, and, and Tamara's made a lot of good points about politicians throughout the season that, you know, politicians, like, are whatever shady and whatnot. But, like, I felt bad for him. Like, But Tamara was so, so – I will talk about it. But, like, Tamara yeah. was hilarious about, about him. But, yeah, I mean, I just – I felt bad for him, too. But I also feel like he's – He's not great. At, like if he was a traitor, he would suck. So thank God he he was he's just a civilian or whatever they're calling a comp. What are they calling faithful, him? Faithful. The faithful. Yeah, Kevin from the actor Bling Empire. Oh my God, he's annoying. And I oh I watched Bling Empire too. He's annoying to me. So it's like why do they pick him out of all people? Yeah. Uh, I think the other ones are so rich that they're like I don't need this paycheck or I don't care to be as famous. Like bye, you know. So it's just funny. How about Larsa Pippen? I thought it was amazing. Amazing they picked her. I think she's Best great to be on the show. casting, shocking. Like, shocking that I liked her so much better on Traders than Miami. Same. I thought yeah. she was great. So, and I'm happy Marcus came with her. I mean, they're, like, the dynamic duo right now. But um, I honestly thought that everyone that they picked from, like, the Housewives realm was good other than um, Sheree. I don't. I thought Sheree was, like, they could have picked a, a better iconic person. Yeah. Well, speaking of Marcus, we see such a, and you've said this, Chantel, we see such a different side of Marcus on Traders than we do on Housewives. Because, like, in how, on Housewives, he takes kind of a backseat. Yeah, like, like in Traders, like, I kind of find him attractive. Like, I'm like, okay, Marcus, like, yeah, yeah. like, Jordan, like, you know, right. okay, like, yeah. he's oh, swagger. So the last name, the last name gets you excited, huh? Yeah, but, like, even a swagger, he's, like, feel he, it's, like, I can tell that he's the man in the relationship where I'm like on housewives, it kind of feels like you, you she that, runs like, him. She runs it, but like not on traders. Like on traders, you're right. just like, okay, like, yeah, he's a man. He knows what he's doing. He, he a lot of people liked him. And like I, I got that vibe from him too. I really, I really enjoyed him on the show. Right. Maxim from Dancing with the Stars. This was random to me. Like, I can't believe you brought people from Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. I, I, like, you know, I don't know that many people. I know, like, Artem because I used to watch, like, the Bella Twins and, like, some people from Dancing with the Stars. But I have no idea who this is. And I feel like I still don't know who he is. Yeah. Um, Mercedes, MJ, perfect casting. Oh, I don't watch Shaws. But, like, is she, is she like, the main casting. person from Shaws? Yeah, she's... Yeah. Like, hilarious, does the craziest things. I'll never forget it. Chantel, it was her wedding special. She walks down the aisle, and she's literally, like, saying and greeting people. And she's like, hey, how are you? How are you? Thanks for coming. <laughs> and we're like, bro, you're walking down the aisle. <laughs> Should and I I'll do that? Forget. No, it was so scary. It was so scary. <laughs> she's not even looking at her husband, you know, <gasps> waiting there. But that's Are they still married? Her. Yeah, they are complete oh, okay. opposites like it actually works i swear opposites work okay. um poverty um yeah she's she's great for the show no idea who she was she's yeah she's from survivor i actually found her to be annoying from the first episode no idea who she was Support for today's episode comes from OneSkin. Now that the holiday buzz is behind us, it's a great time to focus on self-care. And that means taking care of your skin's appearance and its health too. OneSkin makes it easy with their science-backed approach for healthier skin. I have been so overwhelmed with making so many decisions, as you guys know, that when this showed up at my door, it was a no-brainer. I started to use the OS1 face topical twice a day on my face and their eye topical under my eye right after I cleanse. And you guys, I promise, I promise, I have noticed a difference in my face. The evenness and just overall glow i keep doing double takes in the mirror because i keep thinking something is different and this is the only thing i've changed in my skincare and honestly this is the only thing i've been using just because i've been moving and i kept this at my my like mom's house and this is the only thing i have and it just came right at the perfect time before my wedding for me to feel very confident with my face. Their products are powered by a scientifically proven peptide called os1 that targets fine lines and wrinkles right where they start your cells one skin is the world's first skin longevity company by focusing on their cellular aspects of aging one skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer get started today with 15% off your using code trh at oneskin.co that's 15% off oneskin.co with code trh after your purchase they'll ask you where you heard about them and please please support our show and tell them that we sent you new year healthier skin that's one skin 
Same. You know what? And I actually think that like yeah. if I was um if I was there, I would look at her right away as being a traitor. I think she sucks. she sucks at acting. So it's like I would think right away, even from even when she wasn't a traitor to, to what we saw, like I would pick her right away. I don't know how people are not so far episode one through three, they're not seeing it. Um, peppermint. I like peppermint. Nothing. I don't know. There was nothing. I was just, I, I don't, I didn't, I've never watched their show, but I was like, okay. I felt bad for her. I mean, like, I thought that she was, she was great personality too. So like what, what I happened felt, there? Well, yeah, but I felt, yeah, we'll talk about that. Yeah. Peter Weber, the bachelor loser. Oh. oh, I mean like, yeah, like I feel like, I feel like it was a good cast though. Like, I think he was. You know, I like him a- on the show, but he's such a loser outside of the show. Oh my god! Like it's so crazy when you take them out of their element and then you bring them into a show yeah. like this. Like how much they look. Like even, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, Phaedra, I oh, obsessed. By Phaedra is by far top tier best housewife there is. No, I'm sorry, you guys. Phaedra makes this show, and she is for the what show. it is. She is the show. She makes it like I cry laughing oh watching her the whole time. She's the best actress. Like I don't know how the hell she's getting away with everything, but I know how because like I wouldn't expect her. She literally is acting like anytime there's a scene or anything that's happening, she comments on it. She's not scared to. Like she's she's a great. She has the best read. Like she reads people so well. We um we like stopped doing Mary to Madison. Like I haven't watched it. Like I wonder if she's doing awesome on it. I need to watch it just for her now too. I know I need to catch up. I actually have been watching it. I feel like it's boring without quad, but oh, okay. she's yeah, she's just you put her anywhere and it works. So uh Sandra, she was a winner of Survivor. Um yeah, like I felt like remind she's me really... about the Sandra Larsa comment, please, Chantel. Wait, what'd you say? Remind me about the Sandra Larsa comment. Oh yeah, yeah, I will. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Sandra to me like seems like she would be good, but I don't. I was just like, she doesn't we impress we, me. We're, we're not familiar with Survivor, but obviously, yeah. Um, Sheree. You know, like I was happy to see her, but then we'll talk about how it was when she was there. Yeah, like I, I was not mad when I saw that she was there, but like now that I'm on season like episode three, it's like Sheree, who? Like, where are you? Like, I've seen you for only on the third episode. Like, what happened? Yeah, and then the final Tamra, I think that's good casting. Same, and I think you know, but like it's also Tamra's like out of her element where I feel like she's not thriving as much as she could, like when she's in like you know the housewives element, like. I mean, maybe because she was sick. I think the first episode she was like sick or something, but she's not like, she's not that smart. She thinks that she knows people so well. And like, you are so off on people. You were so off. Right. Yeah. She's calling freaking, she called the politician. Okay. You guys, I know this is not me just hating on Tamara. I'm being dead ass though. She called the politician and then she called Kevin and she's like, he's annoying. He, he's a traitor. Like, oh, because he's annoying as a traitor. But everything. Okay. John is so innocent. He's definitely not a traitor, but with Kevin, when they showed scenes of Kevin like eating and stuff, it was like he was so annoying. Yeah, yeah, totally cringe. So on episode one, basically, what what is like the premises of the show? <laughs> like, I don't even know. It's the premise like- of the show is basically to um to be the last person standing without being um eliminated or being caught if you're the traitor so if you get caught being the traitor then the faithfuls like they're happy like they're gonna get you off and then they're gonna end up winning but if you end up being the last person either a faithful or a traitor you win all the money so they the the show picks the traitors and they end up picking dan and phaedra which is like amazing amazing because dan truly knows how to play the game so they pick dan and phaedra is just like the best tv ever and they pick her um on the first episode i don't what do you remember what the challenge was they had to create a puzzle and they had to go on like buoys like in like a lake and yeah. find these puzzle pieces and like you know all that stuff but wait it was funny to me that like when we when he was interviewing people to be a trader like there were so many people that said don't pick me i wouldn't be a good trader you know and like and then there were some people that are like yeah pick me and then like look how they didn't get picked they probably were so mad like johnny was one of those i think like tim was another person like that thought that they would be a great trader and like they didn't get picked i feel like who they picked was incredibly perfect 
I know, but like, how would they not know? Like, Phaedra would never know, but like, how have they not pointed out Dan? I just don't understand. But Larsa has. I know, I know. If if there's anyone on the show who's been actually reading the room right, it was Larsa and Marcus. Yep, especially Marcus, and like they got rid of him. And I think Johnny would have too. I really, they've been smart. We'll talk. Okay, we'll we'll, we're skipping we're skipping ahead, but I think they've been smart about who they've eliminated, but. Well, yeah. So Dan and Phaedra are working with each other, which is obviously they have to. They're the traitors. That means everyone else is a faithful uh, and the faithfuls have to guess who are the traitors. So they're in this like mansion and it just makes me wonder how bored they were. There's like no pool. It's like they just eat and then they go in their room and they can't talk to anybody because they can't like it has to be on camera. And I just thought about how depressing that must have been being there. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Yeah, and like I like it'd be so nice to have people that you actually have are friends with too. Like that would make me feel a little bit better. So like I'm sure that that's like why like housewives would team up and like you're like people from your show that you actually know would team right. up because like you you feel comfortable with them. When they're picking who the traders were, you know they were all blinded, uh, blinded with a what is it called? Like a blindfold. Yeah, like a blindfold, and it was so funny because John was breathing. The politician was breathing so loud, and they thought that it was him who got picked as a traitor because they were like he was breathing so loud. But you could just tell like he's that dude who breathes really loud. I would have died. Oh yeah, and then also like what was funny too is like um, Larissa was like, "I heard his hand," but she she pointed to was it to poverty right away? Was that the first one? I don't. I think it was po- poverty was. Um, yeah, she, poverty, poverty was the, um, girl that was next to Larsa at the time. We just didn't think anything of her, but she's like, I, I heard his hand go there. I know, I know I was paying attention to the hand. I'm like, shut up, Larsa. You couldn't hear his hand. (laughs) Yeah. And they were all off of who they thought it was. Johnny Bananas is the first one. So the traders get to pick someone that they want to eliminate. And they do have the opportunity to get a shield. And the faithfuls, even the traders do. They're protected if they get a shield during their competition game. Johnny Bananas clearly did not get a shield. He is, again, the face of the challenge. He's a huge, amazing competitor. So Dan convinces Phaedra. Dan's running this game, though. At the end of the day, Phaedra's not running it. She is trusting his lead. She's she's the face of the show, I feel like, but she's trusting his lead. And Dan wants the big guys out. Like, he's being smart about it. And he knows that that's his competition. So the first episode, they get rid of Johnny Bananas, which was shocking but made complete sense. Yeah. The one thing that um, got me mad, though, is because Johnny Bananas could have really got his shield. He was right there. But then CT and then the boxer are the ones that got out of the thing right away and, like, got it. And, like, he was, like, actually trying to win it for the team. So it's, like, like out of all people, and I guess they couldn't hit, got rid of CT because he had the shield. But, like, it just sucks because, like, you do something good for once and then, like, look how you get eliminated. And I feel like on the challenge with MTV, they rig things sometimes to make sure Johnny stays till the end where no one will vote for him. So the fact that Johnny went home on the first, you know, you can't do anything about it, really sucked. Yeah, and, like, I was sad because, like, I do think he is great TV, but then my friend Alex did say he's, like, it kind of was good that he, like, left because it did give room for to see other people's personalities because he is so loud and he is always the face of attention that, like, now you do get to see other people, like, shine a little bit. But did you not – do you remember the scene where – um? where like Phaedra is explaining people, I think to, it was like to Kevin and she points to Johnny bananas or something. And he goes, who is that? Like, how do you not know who Johnny bananas is though? Well, yeah. Being a reality, you're star. on reality TV. Like yeah. you, you should know who bananas is. I'm sorry. Right. Yeah. Like I understand not knowing anybody from big, big brother that much. Cause there's so many seasons and different people or like survivor, but like these people on the challenge are recurring people. Right. 
what was so, what's so fun about this game is that the faithfuls have an opportunity to target who a traitor is, and they may eliminate someone who's a faithful with them. But again, you're not allowed to know what anyone's status is, except you're all supposed to pretend you're faithfuls. So uh, it gets to a point where the faithfuls now get to try to get the traitor out, and they have to find out who the traitor is. Who was the second elimination? Was it? It was uh, Peppermint, wasn't it? Well, yeah. So like, yep. The second, the first time that the faithfuls could eliminate someone, it was Peppermint. So yeah. The, oh, yeah. the traitors eliminated Johnny and then now the faithfuls got to eliminate someone that they, and they because thought Peppermint. Because they believed Peppermint was yeah. a traitor. And who was, who was behind that? It was, um, I know I'm trying to think and I don't. Oh, it was Trishelle. Like Trishelle and her got in that fight about. Oh yeah. Um, you know, Trishelle's like, if you're if you're a traitor, like I'd be out. And then I guess apparently she had this like overreacting. Oh, what did you think about that? Did you think she had an, such an overreacting? Like Trishelle was so drama there. I was like, Trishelle, shut up. Yeah, Trishelle put it in everyone's head that it was basically peppermint that she, uh, you know, reacted a certain way. And I think it was Max from Dancing with the Stars, and he's like. She didn't react any type of way that you're saying. But then when they went and confronted her, Peppermint accidentally went and said uh, that if I was a traitor or she like she she made it like she was a traitor when confronted. But she was like, that's not what I meant. I know. But like she really did screw herself there. This is a this is the prop the part the prop this is the part where when you're a traitor it's amazing because all you have to do is listen to who people want to vote for and you're gonna automatically vote for them it doesn't matter if you anything because like now you just need them out so they don't pick at you so like they are so smart about who they're having conversations with is because they get to listen and be like okay I'm just gonna vote for that person yeah so they end up voting her off and she was a faithful so that's something that they lose on they were pissed uh, yeah and then. Uh, who the boxer you guys the boxer got so emotional we're gonna talk about this boxer because it's a big deal he gets so emotional and he starts crying and he's like I can't believe we did that to peppermint uh I can't believe we're doing this this is a boxer like you would never think he's that sensitive and he's like you know I just feel bad I know how it is when everyone's against you and then like you're not even in the wrong and he was Deontay he was going crazy and I was just like what in the teddy bear is this? Like, I did not expect this, like, soft, you know, sensitive man out of this boxer. And he was, like, devastated that they turned and listened to Trishel. So you would think after that all happened, Chantel, you would think that Trishel would be a target and she wasn't. I know. No, no one, no one even got mad. No one even said anything. <laughs> Why would she not? Like, I would immediately think that she's a target. I think because, like, what you said is that um, after she pointed out that, like, I'm a traitor, Lars is the one that brought that up and said, you said that. And the, so they're all were like, let's all vote for her. It wasn't, like, it wasn't as wishy-washy, I feel like, for this one. Because people kept saying yeah. that they thought that she wasn't. Right. Uh, so what, so the next, should we talk the so next then, elimination? Well, well, no. So then you get to, um, so then, um Dan and Phaedra get to pick somebody to be a oh, yeah. traitor with them. And, like, this is a part where you're right, where Dan is really controlling everything. Because, like, you know, Phaedra doesn't even really say anything. She doesn't pick anybody. And, um, you know, Dan behind the scenes is, like, talking to everyone to see who he can have to be a traitor with him. And he picks Poverty. And uh, at the time, Poverty didn't know. And so she has to act, you know, act, whatever. And, oh, the best part is, you guys, like, when you don't get eliminated, you walk in the breakfast. And so you can watch people's reactions to see if you're surprised that you're there. And, like, do you think that they, anybody throws each other off during this time? Or do you think they all play it good? I think they all play good. Yeah, I think this part would be hard to know. I think Dan was really, like, I don't know how Dan hasn't gotten exposed. Because before Dan found out he was a traitor, he was, like, talkative, trying to talk to everybody. The second that he found out he was a traitor, he's like, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to listen. And everyone's like, why is Dan not really saying anything? He's super quiet. So I think that Dan starts messing up here, but he picks poverty for a reason. He knows that poverty at the end of the day, people like she'll, she'll be an easy person that when he wants to get rid of her, like people will choose her over him, but then he can still trust her. Yeah. He can still make her do his dirty stuff. And exactly. then like, yeah. on the bus and now he could throw out Nerfedra on the bus. Like he's winning the, the traitor team and now he's winning like the whole thing so far. I so feel like wild. that was a smart move. Like I would never think to do that, but 
him doing that was actually so smart. Yes, I agree. Uh, so yeah, so she joins them, and then uh, we then we get to the second we get to the yeah. second challenge where it's like they have to pick. Um, there's like little um questions where they're picking like a scarecrow and running with this, and this is where we finally get to see Tamra a little bit because we haven't seen Tamra at all. Wait, on no, that because first. Peppermint was at the scarecrow one. There was a oh, different so challenge. that was that same day then. Yeah, 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 that was a different challenge. Yeah, so. that was the same challenge. Then. <laughs> but was all like, I want to bring famous. up is Tamra. All of a sudden, is talking and like the the most funniest thing that Tamra did though on this like whole season was that like she she goes to John. John, where's your inhaler? Like, can I try it? Because she like thought that John said he had asthma, so she like thought that she was like being like um like smart well, like catching him breathing loud and so when they asked why were you breathing loud at the table when they picked a traitor he's like i you know i i had asthma growing up so she was like i don't believe it i think john might be a traitor and then so she asked him for an inhaler and he was like i don't have an inhaler i don't have asthma like that <laughs> like, but you said you do have asthma like that yeah and she goes and she goes hard on john that that night when peppermint yeah. got out because he's between john or um you know him or peppermint and she's like where is it you said it like she was just being she was just being tamra right so when before they're about to go into elimination and everything um they're all talking and uh th- at this point maxim is, gets eliminated right no not yet this was before so who gets eliminated next um the traders end up eliminating um oh marcus, marcus because the reason, oh my gosh yeah. marcus is so stupid you guys the he's reason he's so dumb for doing this he so right before elimination comes marcus like looks at dan and this is when the traders get to pick someone uh and so it's like he looks at dan and he's like you know what you really haven't been talking much like he was like calling him out and he was like you haven't been talking much and it's like Marcus, if you thought Dan was a traitor, you don't wait until you don't say to him right before the traitors eliminate someone that you're not talking much. I'm pretty much onto you. Yeah. You wait and you act like that's your boy. And then when you guys are all sitting in a circle and the faithfuls have to vote someone out, that's when you will be like, here's why I think Dan is the problem. Yeah. And he's a traitor. But instead, Marcus played the game completely wrong. It was right before the traitors were going to pick someone to eliminate. And he tells Dan, I- I'm on to you. And I was like, what an idiot. I was so pissed, like, watching it, because I'm like, you just ruined your whole game, because, and then, like, yeah. gratefully so, like, Dan, all of a sudden, like, smart, he has two fucking girls that he's running, and he's like, um, he Marcus so is, scared. yeah, he's like, Marcus is on to us, we have to get rid of a big guy, he's, he's on to us, he's smart, everyone likes him, like, he's so, he knows how to say the right words to get, yeah. to get them to believe what, you know, he's saying is, like, true. And they believe, and and they they were like, okay, yeah, they were down for it. So he eliminates Marcus. Now the second that he eliminated Larsa was like shook it. She was so sad. But the second that he eliminates Marcus, I would be, I would immediately be like, like Larsa was playing the game so well. I would immediately be like, there's no way Marcus and Larsa were not talking about. I think it's Dan. I think Dan's one of the traitors. So if I was Larsa, I'd be like, I think Dan is a traitor. And she did try to do that because when it was their time to eliminate someone, she literally looked at Dan and said, I think you're the traitor. But no one, no one went along with her. And like she said it from the the jump, she's like, "You're too quiet." Like, you, like you know. And it's like, why wouldn't anyone look at him that way? Like, why weren't you guys looking at him? Like, everyone that's talked to him or not talked to him, like, we just just know that someone that I, to me a traitor would never be that loud except phaedra she is loud but like they kept going after like the dumbest people like Akinsu, yeah. you think yeah. Akinsu's a traitor right no yeah no that is larsa does try to pin it on dan and it really sucked though that nobody went for it and he was just like i'm just like a quiet person i just you know, I don't talk a lot, but if anyone had a brain, they'd be like, he won big brother twice, bro. Like, why isn't he talking? When Larsa does get, um, oh, you wanted to talk about Larsa and, um, it isn't until this episode, Oh, okay. the last episode. So they end up now they end up removing, they think that Maxim is a traitor. And so they don't go for like the Dan, they don't go for 
you know, anyone, they think Maxim is a traitor. And why do they think Maxim was a traitor? So this is where the Deontay, he's the main reason that like calls out Maxim. And like, he's like, Maxim seems weird. Maxim is like awkward. Like, I guess he's like, he's like an awkward guy. It's like, he doesn't know what he's doing. He says the dumbest things. And like, it's just, it's just odd. He's an oddball. So Deontay thinks that and like everyone is going along with it. Cause I don't think they give a shit about Maxim. And they say, yeah, okay, Maxim, you're the traitor. And of course Maxim wasn't. And this is where Deontay like dies because he was the main reason to eliminate this guy and like he was wrong. So I think we end yeah. up finding out that he leaves the show, but they don't end up saying anything, right, Roxanne? Like we never even see yeah, you're, like, the one that, you're the one that mentioned it to me today. Yeah. Well, cause he so he literally starts freaking out, crying again. He's like, Man, the show is doing too much to my soul. Like, this is doing too much to me. I can't believe we just eliminated this guy and he was innocent. So he's like, it's doing too much. So then the next episode comes out, and this is when um Larsa gets actually kicked out, and we'll talk about this. So this episode comes out. And as I'm watching this episode, I'm like, where is our boxer? He completely leaves the show. They never announce it. They never say anything. He just is never to be found after the whole Maxim elimination. So that obviously really got to him. Yeah. Did we Google it to see what happened or? No, I I, I will right now though, because Yeah. yeah, that was like wild. I was like, what, when did this happen? So I know. And like, it does say that he withdrew. Oh Yeah. Yeah, I think it was yeah. too much for him. <laughs> yeah, he said, um, but being on the show, it really struck some childhood trauma from me that I didn't expect. Oh, that's really sad. Okay. That is so sad. I know. I kind of, he said the game was definitely harder than I thought it would be. I thought I was trying to figure out who the traders were, but it struck childhood trauma. Um, and he said, <laughs> oh my gosh, he said that the the most in common he had with someone was the politician. Oh, wow. I think he said that. Um, oh, wait, no, no. Who, oh, oh, no, no. He said that me and John weren't a reality star. <laughs> um, so that's why they had <laughs> okay. that in common. But he said, I didn't see this coming in a million years because the things that I dealt with as a child, I never had an outlet to be able to release. Sometimes you go through life and certain things allow you to be able to release that. And that, um, emotional and you feel better but i never had the opportunity or particular space that is crazy wow look what the traders do does to you huh yeah and he says that max was one of the first guys that i met and i really kicked it off really well with him we really built a certain type of friendship and a bond so then obviously like he was traumatized when he went after he him. felt he very wrong. guilty yeah he felt very guilty for that yeah which like looking up like it's like poor poor Deontay like you have the the worst enemies in the world like the craziest people on the show that don't give a shit about like they're narcissists they don't give a shit about people's feelings and you have Deontay who cares so much and like had to withdraw himself because he like eliminated someone like we do not deserve him right so episode four I kept saying that we were recapping episode one through three but we're actually recapping episode one through yeah four, sorry because so like yeah uh-huh. I didn't realize um. But episode four, Larsa gets eliminated. And the reason I believe she got eliminated is because that she was the most vocal. But like you said, Chantel, if you're a faithful, you're not going to be that intense. You want to remain low key. So I would look at the quiet guys. And she became the most vocal where she believed that an alpha male was behind a traitor. Like she was convinced that for sure an alpha male was a traitor. And guess what? Dan is that. And he is but a traitor. She, what she did wrong was that, like, she went after CT. And it's like, everyone likes CT. Like, go after Deanna yeah. when you already were after him last week. Like, keep going after the same person and try to do your case. But, like, to me, it's like when um, – because when you're at the table, you get a chance to, like, obviously plead your case here. And, like, I would have went so hard. And, like, the housewife should have stuck up for her, too. Like, why would she ever eliminate her own boyfriend? She's obsessed with him. Like, why would she do that? Right. But they were like, you might be a good trader. Well, so here's what happened is that poverty gets a task because, again, the traders do eliminate a faithful as well. And it basically said, instead of just choosing who you guys are going to eliminate, you guys are going to poison someone. So whoever drinks from your cup, then they die. And so poverty is trying to find people, but no one wants to drink out of this nasty, rusty cup. So who does she go to? 
Wait, but before she goes to, she like was trying to get Sheree. She was oh, like, yeah. she was gonna be a brat and like get one of the housewives out because she knew that Phaedra is like has a has an alliance obviously with the housewives and like as she should. So like she like is like going trying to get after Sheree and like Phaedra thing God was like right next to Sheree the whole time and then like poverty got scared. Yeah, and, and Phaedra like, was on to her. Yeah, Phaedra's looking at her like, girl, what are you doing? Not under her watch would that happen, that you're going to eliminate Sheree. They had this alliance. The Real Housewives had a strong alliance. Larsa, everyone thought that Larsa was running the house, especially Sandra, the survivor. She was like, Larsa's running the house. And they do a competition. But um, They do a competition, and it was so funny because they were like, who is born in the same year? And Sandra does look her age. So uh, Larsa and Sandra both raised their hand, and Sandra was like, I was shocked to know that Larsa and me were the same age because Larsa looks 10 years older than me. I died laughing because I did not expect her to say that out loud. I know, but like, I also don't think so either. So it's like, I know that's why I was dying laughing. So I was like, okay, I get Larsa has completely changed her face. There's no denying that, but I don't think that she looks 10 years older than you, girl. Like, yeah, what? literally, <laughs> she's got her a new face. Like, what? Like, calm down. But I just thought it was so funny because I'm sure Larsa watched that and died that like yeah, really was saying that <laughs> yeah um so po- poverty ends up poisoning Ekansu and it's because she was actually Ekansu is the only person that liked uh poverty po- no one really likes poverty so she drank from the cup and then as she drank drinks from the cup she's like you're my best friend like I love you I would never think you're a traitor and the next day, they announce someone was poisoned. Not once does Ekansu think, oh my gosh, I drank from this drink that poverty gave me. No, she literally is a ditz. Like, how are you? Like, she was so ditzy this whole, like, episode. Like, she was not like that on Love Island. So, it's like, she was just funny on Love Island, you know? But it's like, how did you not, how did you not know? So, yeah. And so, we, she doesn't know that she's murdered. But they say, like, by the end of the day, you're going to know that you were poisoned and murdered. And, um, she, and it, it, it's perfect because if anyone drank from a cup, they have all day to be like, oh my God, I drank from a cup. So I think it's going to be me who's murdered. Never once does she say that. <laughs> no, because they're like, we were all, she's like, we were all drinking. We were all drinking. Like, okay, no, like, and then but it's well, like was, you were poisoned. You were poisoned. Well, what's funny to me too, is that like, um, in the beginning, um, they, they let the three traders talk and say, who did we poison? And she ends up telling them it was Akinsu. But when they saw Akinsu's face came in, like, Phaedra and Dan and them all reacted very intensely. Like, how did not anyone pick that up, pick up on it? Right. I know. Well, because they didn't put two and two together because they weren't going to know that Akinsu was actually murdered till the end of the episode. Yeah. So they just didn't put two and two together because typically when the traders pick someone to murder, they go the next day. But no, they brought her back and they said, you'll find out who was poisoned at the end of the day. So I think they were, they thought Ekansu would be like, oh my gosh, you guys, poverty gave it to me. It's her. She's a traitor. But Ekansu's dumbass didn't say that. Yeah. And then they say something stupid that Larsa said it cheers and like Larsa was a person. to. to... I actually thought this was so true. They end up thinking that Larsa is a traitor because she said, everyone do a cheers. Cheers to Marcus. At the end of the day, the poison was like drinking out of a cup. So when Larsa did that, she could have murdered someone because there could have been a cup that someone drank out of. So I actually thought that was like a genius move. That, to, that to, to blame her? yeah yeah it was a genius move so we end up so at the end of the day poverty or i can see she's like clueless to the fact that she gets eliminated she has to get buried and all this stuff and that was too much for my claustrophobic ass to watch oh i would never i'm like eliminate you eliminate me right now Right. Yeah, that was way too much. But she gets eliminated and then they go do the round table. And the round tables when again the faithfuls have to pick but, someone but they think here is a though, but here though, right, um real quick, they all like thought that MJ was gonna get eliminated before I can sue too. So like they were thinking like this person oh, is yeah. so smart, which is like, yeah, you would think so. Right. I I mean I thought it was fair why they thought MJ was a traitor. Yeah. Yeah. No, why she they thought that she would be eliminated by a traitor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's true, yeah. Because, like, who, uh, the hell would, who the hell would eliminate Ekansu? You do nothing for the show. <laughs> right. So, it's literally the round table, and it gets pinned on Larsa. Again, and Larsa, Larsa looks at CT, which this was the wrong move. She's like, I believe that 
in alpha male as a trader and it's either Dan or CT, but I'm going to go with CT. And that was the dumbest move that she could have made ever. She could have made such a stronger case with Dan. Again, I know that her and Marcus for sure probably talked about, um, you know, Dan being shady, but she didn't go after him and they did. What happened with Janelle? No, but look, um, Janelle got that, got that thing again. She keeps oh, getting yeah. it. But yeah. no, this is, this is the thing that's pissing me off though, is because the housewives have the numbers. Okay. You guys are like literally five girls, four girls. You guys have the damn numbers include MJ. She's from the freaking Bravo world. Okay. Right. You guys have the numbers all pick the same person okay if you guys know it's about to go left or right and they're all picking larsa pick a guy that's about so like they all should just pick kevin at that point because people kept pointing to kevin and then like and then sheree's dumbass does some says an, a random guy's name doesn't even say any of them so it's like yeah you guys all should have just been smart enough to so that the, the he was gonna get off larsa yeah i think i think sheree though she knew that Larsa was going to get it. So she was smart by picking just like a random and not targeting herself. Yeah. Maybe from that, that, that point, but like, no, they have yeah. to write down the name before, you know, so it's like you guys, but, I, but guess I feel too. like at the round table though, everyone knew like, okay, yeah. they're going to put it on Larsa. Cause like, you know who you're going to vote for at the end of the day. So they all were like, yeah, Larsa, you may have voted out for Marcus. You may have blah, blah, blah. And she was like, yeah, she could have had a stronger case. So she ends up going and she's like, you guys fucked up. I'm a faithful. And it was just such a good episode. But the worst, the, the part about this episode, that was the best part involved our girl Phaedra, where poverty says, I feel like the trader here is one of the housewives. Like you guys click together. You guys are running the show. And Phaedra looks at poverty like, bitch, what? And oh, by the way, we missed this part that Dan is, Dan has now picked poverty over Phaedra where he's going to trust poverty and they're going to go against yeah. Phaedra. Phaedra is the most outspoken. They can target her as a trader. So, and he knows poverty is going to do his dirty work. So um, she targets the housewives, Phaedra being a housewife and Phaedra responds back. Like, what are you saying? Like, you know, like, don't she, come after us. She was pissed. So Larsa ends up leaving. And at the end, poverty in her confessional was like, I don't know if Phaedra's actually mad or she was just acting mad. They all meet the three traders and she looks at poverty and she said, don't you mess with me. Do not mess with me. <laughs> I am on to you. She looked at Dan and she was like, and I'm on to you too. I know what you guys are doing. And they both were like, what? No, what are we doing? Especially Dan and Dan like wanted it to play out exactly how it did. And she's like, I'm looking at both of you. She's like, do not throw me under the bus. You are going to regret it. And she's like, nobody likes you poverty. And I was like, Oh my God. She read them so well. Because the way she Dan says her name, set that whole up. The way she says her name, poverty, like she goes yeah. ham on her. <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah. So uh, it was, it was literally amazing. Uh, no, I'm pissed that we have to wait. Like I literally like can't wait for Thursdays. This comes on Thursdays on Peacock, you guys. I, I can't wait. Like I literally just like the, that night I want to watch it. Right. I know. I am too. You're going to be so busy, but uh, yeah, no, I'm going to watch it. I love it so much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. It's honestly so good. This was kind of all over the place. So we apologize. Yeah. We just wanted to give first impressions. And I mean, there's been four episodes and just recap our thought about eliminations and things of that sort. Uh, but, oh, I did want to say this. So Larsa actually went and talked about um she she talked about the whole thing so let's let's read that so they had asked her um they said you were convinced it was an alpha male running the traders you had your sight set on dan at first but then you shifted to C ct you were so close larsa says i know i had a feeling it was Dan from the very, very beginning. And I think it was only MJ, Marcus, and I that were pointing the finger that I just figured maybe I'm wrong. I started to doubt myself. And so then I'm like, who? I knew it was an alpha male, someone that was dictating the moves the traders were making. I'm like, I know it has to be a guy, but I feel like I didn't stick to my original gut feeling. And she said that she never watched any of the other shows. Like she's never watched Big Brother, Survivor, or The Challenge. Um, and it said, um, what was your reaction to Phaedra being a traitor? And she said, I kind of had a feeling that she was a traitor. I actually, I actually said down um, to her walking down the hallway, a lot of people think you could be a traitor. She kind of does fit the profile. And Phaedra said they do. And I'm like, yeah, they do. Oh, wow. 
she responded to Sandra saying um, that she runs the housewives. She goes, I mean, I don't necessarily think I run the housewives. I think I'm probably more vocal, but I was mind boggled when I heard Sandra say that I looked 10 to 12 years older than <gasps> her. She definitely, <laughs> she definitely needs to have her eyes checked on that one. <laughs> I kind of agree though. Like why? Is, like, the, way, the way Sandra made it was like, this, she's like this I, young I, bombshell and like, like is like this old hag, like, bro, you guys look, I feel like you look older. Yeah. They 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 said to her, you said you were more vocal than the other housewives. Looking back, do you think that was a problem? And she says, my initial plan was not to be so vocal. But then once I got into the castle, I kind of figured I could sway the group. I wish I would have kept some of the opinions to myself, but I just had a... Um, a gut feeling about Dan. I literally called him out. I think I was too vocal. It probably wasn't good for my career on the traders. And then it, they asked about what you think of poverty coming after the housewives. And she says, I have no idea what she was talking about. I think our personalities just clashed from the very moment we started the show. And I do feel like I pointed the finger at her just because once again, I figured she fit the profile for a trader. I'm more of a forensic person. I'm like, what's the profile for a trader? I initially wanted to be a trader, but I'm kind of too open to be a trader. You can see it. I don't have a poker face. Um, and then here's the one thing that she says, and Janelle gets mad about this. It says, what did you think of Janelle saying it was suspicious that you were toasting Marcus when he was murdered? Which again, I actually thought this was brilliant of Janelle to come out with. And she says, I think Janelle was upset that I was getting a lot of camera time. She wanted <laughs> me off the show because I make good television and she doesn't, which is not true at all. Janelle is like iconic and big brother. But she's like, like she's not that like she doesn't do that much here though. Yeah, well, she's being selfish on here. She's just grabbing shields. She says she didn't like that, so she wanted me off the show, so she had more camera time. I thought she was weird from the very beginning. I felt like her personality was weird. She's very selfish. I called her out from that from the beginning. Uh, you know, um, Lars would be so annoying. Like if we're on a show together, because she yeah. really, she really does call you out, and you're just like, damn, yeah. let a girl yeah. live. I know, I know. Seriously, um. So if you, they asked, so if you could go back and change anything about how you play the game, she just says, I wouldn't have been so open with my opinions. Uh, she says a lot of people thought that the housewives were going to stick together and vote together. I wish we would have done that, but everybody was in their own world on their own. Tamara kept trying to murder Kevin because she didn't like the way he ate. We were all <laughs> over the place. We need to unite next time. That is hilarious. That's so, literally Roxanne, you guys. The one thing Tamara and Roxanne going to have in common ever is yeah. like, can't stand people the way they eat disgusting well so janelle responded to larsa saying that and she was like this can't be real the only reason i came for larsa was because she wouldn't shut her trap about who would want i can i can sue dead it was continuously targeting me also definitely not voting out ct um peace sign mm. yeah so i don't know you guys it's honestly so good um we had a few questions Oh yeah, go ahead. I forgot about it. Wow, this is a long episode. Sorry, guys. I know. Well, we didn't get that. We didn't. We don't have that many. But like, I, and yeah. I think a lot of the questions we did have, we kind of like covered. But um, a couple of people are bringing up how Tamara. Do you think Tamara is annoyed she's not the queen bee? And then someone else said, "Do y'all think Tamara is being downplayed?" I keep forgetting she's even on the show. LOL. I think this show, I mean, the fact that we didn't see the boxers elimination, like him withdrawing, tells you that they're not recording everything. Also, Tamara was sick on the first challenge. So, like, the first whole episode, she was sick. They didn't even show us, like, her saying she's sick or anything. So, there's too many people on the show that they can't really record money. But I feel like when Tamara comes back, she's pr she's pretty involved in the show. Yeah, she's pretty vocal. I just think, she's, like, she's, like, not smart, like, of what she's she not. Wanted. Again, yeah. Kevin, because of his eating habits. Or yeah. John, because him breathing loud. When John looks like the mold, like, who would, like, he fits the narrative that he would breathe loud, you know? Like, Literally. It, it, it is what it is, okay? And to me, too, is, like, um... Another thing too. Oh my god, I just lost my train of thought. Oh, a lot right. of the people, a lot of the people, and maybe like we would say the same thing is like, oh, we're so good at reading people. We we know we know these things. No one knows how to read anybody. Like they all suck, and it's just funny to see. Like I, I except Larsa. Like Larsa comes off saying now, like I should trust my gut, but like most of these people, like are probably going to reevaluate, like knowing their intuition because they didn't, they weren't right about anybody. Yeah, exactly. Someone says, will you have Pedra, Pedra on the podcast? I wish. Oh, my God. I would love to. She's honestly, like, my top housewife. Yeah, honestly. She really was she iconic before out. in Atlanta. And, like, yeah. Yeah. 
Um, someone else goes, still pissed bananas was first on um, first I off. Know. Oh my god, you guys, I was devastated. I, I was like, this is gonna be the worst show now. Like, why would they do that? But then it still became really good. I know. Do you think the cast is told in advance about wardrobe? Example, the funeral episode. Yeah, I would have to imagine they tell them what to like bring. Yeah, for sure. I feel like they or they give them do. some stuff. Like maybe they have some wardrobe I don't ready think for them they to pick. Give them. I think they're like any cost that they can save, they will do. But I think they for sure to or may, maybe they have props like i think yeah. they have props but then um they tell them like wear black you, you'll need a black you know cocktail yeah not not cocktail jesus but like <laughs> a black outfit to mourn or something because it's all about murdering so you need a black funeral home i think that's exactly what they do who would be your drama bravo people casted on traitors i you know i I would love to see Teresa on it. I would love to see Vicky But she Gumbelson. could never be a traitor. No, I know. I'd love to see Vicky Gumbelson. I would love to see Lisa Hochstein, which is really random of me. I would love to see Lisa Rinna, which is like, what? But, I mean, these are like, you know. Lisa Rinna would be great on the show. Yeah, I would love to see her on it for sure. Erica Jane, too. I would like Monica to see her. Monica should freaking come on. She would be great on the show. <laughs> yeah, oh, my gosh. I know. She would be a good one, too. Anybody who's like a little deceptive and like a little bit, you know, you you don't know, she would, would be good. Either they have like a big name where they're super popular, because like I don't see Sheree as being deceptive or anything, but she's just like an OG. Yeah, that that's like like now I'm watching. I'm saying like I would pick people like that, but yeah, she like I don't understand where Sheree comes from. But you know what, Sheree like kind of was making sense. She's like, you know, we need a, we need to like she was being quiet, but she's like, I think she's gonna she's the one that's gonna come on to people. Yeah. Like, she's going to be coming, be the one to be like, okay, it's this person right here. Right. I can see that. Um, Because someone else did say, what time people would you want on for season three? I oh, mean, wow. I know that's a lot, but I do think, I like, I like how they're picking. I think that people from the challenge, people from Real Housewives, people from Big Brother is great. And I do, I'd love I, to see Nini on it. I would love oh, to see wow. Nini. Yeah. Yeah. What, what other reality shows do you think that they can pick from, though? Um, I don't know. I think I think they have it good. They covered like all the, the bases. Challenge, yeah, and then Bravo stars like Bravo stars are reality stars, so I feel like they they have it really good. There's not like a reality show where I'd be like they should cast people from this reality show. Yeah, I would love to see them from Southern Charm. I think that would be hilarious. Yeah, no, I feel like there's so much potential. Yeah, you know, Kate Kate um Kate Chastain from Below Deck was on the first season, and oh, I heard she that was? yeah, and I heard that season was really good. So we should go back and I'm watch, gonna watch it. it. No matter what, I'm gonna watch it just to like yeah. watch it. Yeah. Um. Someone just said. Someone just. Some people are not even seeing a question, but they're like, "I love Traders. I don't really like Larsa, but I liked her on Traders. Like a lot of people are saying that. Yeah, uh -huh. I, see, I did too. I don't get why the other two traders keep underestimating Phaedra. She's a lawyer. Oh my god, so true. I know. And, and and she's like a more wasn't she a mortician or some point? Like yeah. her husband was. So it she was, was really not Apollo. God no. Oh, okay. And it was really funny when she was at her funeral. So I, oh girl, I know about funerals. <laughs> yeah. Phaedra literally has read the room. She is playing the game the best. Dan is trying to, but he just fucked up by throwing Phaedra under the bus and allowing poverty to do that. And now they're both like screwed because she, it's not like she just called out poverty. She looked at Dan and she's like, you're not innocent either. I know you're behind this. So don't yeah. mess with me. And I was like, I didn't expect her to co go for Dan either. Cause Dan's plan worked where poverty would do the stuff that he never had the balls to do. hundred percent. And I think the last, like, you know, a target. I know, and I, I hope they I hope they team up and go after Dion. And I think this is the last question. Other besides Phaedra, because I feel like everyone knew, who are you rooting for? What other show do you watch? Or like, or I guess who would you want to win then? Other besides Phaedra, I would want CT to win. Yeah, me too. I mean, I love CT, but other than love CT, the challenge. I want like I want like a um, underdog. Yeah, I would love for the boxer to have one, especially now that we know this. But yeah, I don't know. I also yeah, maybe, think maybe, probably, maybe the bachelor guy, he's going to win it. <laughs> ew. I also think that he probably, I watched that season, so I really don't like him. I, I also think like, um, 
he probably had so much anxiety uh, being at the castle. There's literally nothing to do. There's no TVs. And then they tell you to go to sleep and you don't have access to your phone unless they give you access. But typically they won't give you access to your phone when you're playing a game. So it's like he probably had to go in his room like at 8 p.m. And he was probably like just like alone in his thoughts. And, you know, like I feel like I would have so much anxiety that doing that. I wonder um, where they, like, how they put them where they can't see, like, the traders walking outside. Like, you know how the traders are walking outside with their cloaks? Like, what if someone just looks outside their room? Like, you know. Well, that's why they cover them and they make them, like, cover their face just in case. I know, but then I would kind of see, like, oh, they're short, they're they're heavy, they're, like, whatever. They're strategic about it, though. They're not, like... I'm sure there's a way that they make sure they can't look outside, but yeah. then I also was thinking, like, what if my room is next to the person's room, and I keep opening it? Like, wouldn't you know? I just, well, I'm just so keep, curious about that. They keep collecting them for confessionals as well. And they'll be oh, like, yeah. come here, we need to have you um, interview a confessional. Because they don't wait for confessionals. They do confessionals as they're at the castle. Yeah. We were in a game show, so we know. Yeah. <laughs> so scary uh but yeah i don't know this was this is a fun episode it's all over the place so don't don't get mad at us for that but we just wanted to give you guys a bonus episode while we were gone this ain't no bonus episode this is our episode of yeah it's not a bonus episode you guys got the treat (laughs) i know but we're just so behind but like with this but i just we you know we chantelle like literally wrote out a schedule because she's like i know i'm gonna be gone for weeks so i want to make sure they hear from us so this is again we we're recording this it's 10 p.m january 22nd gift to y'all yeah that's nice very very nice of you uh but yeah i think that's all that we have and uh we're excited for thursday's episode and we hope you guys are having a great day yes all right bye guys bye guys seeking the truth never gets old Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.